Previously on Eleven Fates. I'd like to remind you that this is my fight, and I don't expect or really don't want you to help. I'll make some tea, and once the boys are done kicking the piss out of each other, I'll see if I can help you out, yeah? I would slay a fate for a cup of tea right now. Does it make you feel good to beat up a retired fighter? Honestly? Yeah. And when does the forfeit come into play? The contract guy left cast. Don't think cast won. I'm sure you noticed, but I've got a bit of magic. And there's something about me, and there's something about metal, and will we work together? It's a strange vision of yourself in this elegant, golden, oversized armor. I'm a chosen champion of one of the gods. The gods? I was going to ask you if you've ever heard about how a soul slink manifests. Running theory is concentrated grief and pain that was never expressed, manifested. There's a way of doing this that is different than anything anybody's ever done before. But the thing is, I don't know what happens after this. I think there's a third step. Are the gods not good enough? Alana, Cassilian, have either of you ever uh, fought a star? But it only wants the kid, right? That then just hugs you and blips out. And you're both gone from the road. But if I'm going to bargain, I'll take their lies and their secrets down with me. A chosen champion of the God. Better remember the name Hunted Jewel, because the next time you see me, I'm going to be buying out the whole bar. Welcome to the Tale of Eleven Fates. And welcome back. You join us at a exciting time in the middle of the night. It's probably... 3 in the morning and we have four steeds with four riders out on an open road just past the woods on their way to a small village known as Aria, home of one young Dusty Broven. See, there used to be a fifth rider and he suddenly disappeared. Burst of light from what everyone thought was a myth a tale used to keep children in check. It's a still night on the horizon, or plenty of clouds, but a bright moon is still overhead. The night's calm, and I don't believe we got the chance to get the reactions of our compatriots here, as we had everyone see their ranger friend in his fancy green cloak disappear in a flash of light after throwing his sword through what should have been a myth. What the fuck? What the actual fuck just happened? Is everyone else okay? Uh, I, I, my, my, my horse is still going kind of fast, but yeah. Keep riding, uh, keep riding. Don't look back, just keep going. Where's Dusty right now? This is the, the, this is the player asking. <laughs> Dusty is on is on Brutus Cassilian's horse that he was gifted from Daybreak, yep. and yeah, he is riding. I would say he's in the middle of the pack, so you're probably on one side. 
I'm going to go with Alana on the other. And at some point you did kind of steer his horse. So you would actually be in the front there, Rowena. No, I was between the pack and the starfall. I moved back. Got it. I was I was flanking. Because at some off point you, you you needed to get him back on the road, and then everyone kind of galloped up. So at some point you passed, and then was chasing. So yeah, if you fell back a bit, then you'd be yeah. I think I out. wheeled around because I'm keeping myself between mm-hmm. where Dusty is and where the yeah yeah. So you always stayed in the center point. You didn't just get on road and then lead. Got it. Got it. Got it. So yeah. Uh, so he's technically in the front. Yeah. HJ wants to ride up and just pull Dusty off of Brutus and on onto Rental Horse. Look, du- look, Dusty, you're going to be a great horse rider one day, but right now, you got to stick with me, kid. Oh, this is a much bigger saddle. Yeah, oh, no, I should have yeah. been on here the whole time. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, Rowena or Alana, can you um, take care of Brutus? Yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, sure. My animal handling is so good. Is that a check? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> good. Great. Awesome. 18. Beautiful. Oh. Yeah, Brutus definitely freaks out a little bit as suddenly he like doesn't kind of have something on his back weighing him down. So he kind of like prances left and right trying to, to see over his own shoulder to see what happened. And and then has that brief moment of like, oh, I could I could run. I, I, I'm, I'm not doing anything. No. This, this is my time. No. And, and, and just kind of like looks at you, looks at your donkey looks at you and like you're able to get the reins before he can make a decision it's like riding this shitty donkey and there's this majestic horse <laughs> i i got it but yes you're you're able to get this uh riderless horse uh back under control and he, he follows into the pace everyone's uh settled in on you you all notice that you're not being chased anymore by a thing it's hard to actually classify what it is you saw as what you saw you thought wasn't real have any of you seen anything like that before? It's supposed to be a myth. Well, yeah. I've heard a lot of myths, but I've never seen one in front of my eyes before. I think that's a little bit more than myth, don't you? Maybe so. I thought it was, uh, you know, something mothers made up to get their children to behave. <laughs> you know, I've seen a lot of a lot of magic in the last three days. More magic than I've ever seen before in my life, I think. Don't know how I feel about that. Well, what... What are... What should we do about um our our disappeared friend? Uh, should we should we look? Do we think he might be in the woods? Is this sort of a different plane of existence sort of situation? I just it, it seems sort of unsportsmanlike to leave someone behind like this. I don't want to speak for Master Diderot himself, but I get the impression that he's going to turn up again when he needs to. He seems like that sort of fella. Also, even if we don't see him before then, in about a month, the big ugly bastard with the shaved head is going to show up looking for him. So as long as we can keep an eye on wherever he turns up, we'll find Master Diatrove. Yeah, because they right. they like know where each other's, where, where they are. They can just like find each other. It's kind of it's kind of weird. Yeah, it doesn't seem great. Hmm. Well, I think we got to get the boy out of here. Yeah. We can come back. We can... Look for him elsewhere, but I we can't keep Dusty with us. It's not safe. I yeah, we need to get the kid off the road, I think. That's going to be the priority. Should we just like head into town? Gotta gotta keep moving forward. It's not worth it to go back. Hey, next stop Aria, right? Yeah. I, I I would still like to go home, but I also would like to help if I can. I I know that the thing seemed to beckon 
us i i guess in hindsight maybe he wasn't trying to call me over maybe he was trying to call over cillian dusty dusty the most help that you could possibly do for us right now is just being safe at home with your family he's right young lad that sounds nice yeah yeah i think that yeah okay just about another two hours at this pace may the roads be favorable and the fates look upon us and it's a bit of a strange ride. You have an extra horse that you'll probably hand off between the the two single riders just to, you know, keep your arms from falling asleep in some strained position, things like that. But it's a pretty calm night. Um, and as you get to the outskirts of Aria, it's about 5.30 in the morning at this point. A little bit slower to get here than expected, but it could also just be that your mounts went a bit slower and kind of as you come into town you actually pass another traveler on their way in holding a lantern and in a traveling cloak a woman about 510 human light blonde hair gives you kind of a a wave and, and steps off the road for you to clear do i recognize her at all can't say that you do how far outside of town are we when we encounter her oh she's maybe like 50 yards outside of town she's essentially nearing the end of her travels as well. Gotcha. Mm, Rowena is just super wary of everything right now, given everything that's happened. So she'll kind of slow up, maybe maybe wave HJ to kind of go ahead and continue, but she'll kind of slow up and just kind of, hello, you, uh, you want to ride for the last few feet? Point to the extra horse. <laughs> Oh, yes, I, I would certainly love love that. Give these feet a little bit of a rest. Don't get out for these long walks anymore. Oh, well, you know, a, a person as stylish and um, and bewearied as, as, as thee, uh, I just, you look like you might be wanting a donkey more than a horse. I just... Is uh, it lower to the ground? It's less effort. It would be a shit. I would hate to make you ride this terrible horse. Look at this. He's this a pretty ugly, shitty horse. Ugly. He's na um, named after a pretty ugly guy. Uh, I would happily accept the donkey. Great. Can I yeah, swap? Yeah, yeah, absolutely swap. You, you, you can definitely just like stand up on your donkey and then like just. <laughs> get up over to the other mount that you were holding on to already have the reins i can't believe you just <laughs> cast your donkey away so so easily wait well i didn't know there were such sexy horses about in this town so it's just it's lesson learned i thought the donkey was as good as i was ever gonna I'm, get i'm sorry did i hear that correctly sexy horses i mean you look at this horse and you tell me this is horses are not at least like a six out of ten so listen i'm just i'm just saying objectively very sexy horse i uh i i, I don't get out much neither this, do we um <laughs> we should chat can i buy you all around that would be amazing i know a place that'll serve us alcohol at any time of day ah and also we'll give you a real good room if you uh, need a place to Stay, I don't... Have you ever been to Aria before? I have a long time ago. I, uh... Um, the... The the Kettle Inn still stands? Indeed, that was in fact where I was gonna recommend. Ah, good to hear. Love the Lloyds. Yeah, after you, and we'll, like, come up to the donkey and, like, very awkwardly get up on top and then, like, kind of, like, settle in 
and uh, look for the reins. Oh no, you of... don't. You don't need him. Just sort of just tell him <laughs> his his name's oh. Steve. Just tell him where you want. Just sort of point in a direction. He's very he's very perceptive. You know, it's, he'll he'll be fine. Uh, Steve. Uh, yep. And Steve just runs into a wall. (laughs) Rowena will absolutely make sure that she is sort of in the back of the group so that she can keep an eye on everyone. She is in full watchful mom mode at this point because I can never not be the mom friend. Oh, uh, please forgive me. Um, I'm... uh... Your friend Courtney, if uh, you need me, and if uh, may I be so inclined as to ask your names? Oh, I'm Alana. Pleasure. Nice to meet you. Sorry, uh, Rowena. Pleasure. Jules. Pleasure. What a merry band you have. And the young one? Oh, uh, Dusty, I'm sorry. I was just so sleepy. That's okay, Dusty. It's quite early. Can I roll an insight check? Courtney. Uh, yes, please, please, please roll an insight on your friend Courtney. Is that like a title? Have I heard this phrasing before? Is this like a like a particular form of address in Bastellet or something? Say, you're not my friend, yeah. Courtney. Oh, that was an eleven. Great, and go ahead and roll an intelligence for if friend is a title. I know where that button is. Aha. I got a 15. That is also an 11. 15, you've heard of friend being used as kind of a title, um, but it's a, it's an old, like, casual way. Um, eventually, it kind of gave way to, like, sir, ma'am, sire, your majesty. Like, it, it just kept getting upgraded, and so it's just kind of like an old soul type of greeting. Got it. Yeah, yeah. But it's um, not like like oh you're a Quaker or something specifically. Like yeah, okay. no, it's it's just something that kind of went out of style at some point. It's like oh, I think my grandma used to say that. This woman definitely reads as human. Definitely reads as human. Probably mid thirties. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, and you said you got an eleven on insight. Yeah. Seems honest and forthcoming. The one thing that kind of struck you was you're not sure if they know what time it is of it being either to call it early or late. And you're like, sure. no, no, it's it's early. Like, the sun's coming up sooner than when it's set. Cool. Yeah, it's a pleasure to, to meet you all. I would love to buy buy a round for, for this even short stint, if you don't mind if I ask you a few questions. Very interested in your relationship with these uh, beasts of burden. You can ask any questions you like, but there's no guarantee we're going to answer. I think that's only fair, don't you? Oh, absolutely. That's uh, that's part of a ask rather than a demand is you have a choice. Well, then. Mm-hmm. All right. I love questions. Shall, do you want to start now or shall we uh, settle in first? I, I, th- I think we can settle in. It seems like you all have business to take care of. I, I don't want to distract if there's other errands you need to tend to, but I don't mind uh, meeting you at the end. Sounds perfect. We'll see you there in maybe an hour or so looking forward to it what brings you out at this hour though well we need to return the boy home as you can see he's very tired needs to catch Ah. up on his sleep riding through the night it's uh an interesting way to travel quite do you do it often i do it when necessary um just one of those things of needing to conduct some research and really just get get to civilization ari is the closest for me what kind of research? 
Um, first math. Um, I'm looking for a book. Uh, I'm looking for some resources. Really just checking in. Society continues to move whether I want it to or not. And uh, local tales are always fun treat. I live in a quite isolated part of the world. What sort of local tales are you interested in? Because I'm, I'm something of a local tale historian myself. I'm sure um, there's a word for that. Uh, re- re- recent events, re- really. Um, do, do you have a pen, a, a quill and paper by chance? Uh, scrap would be fine or anything you don't mind. Notes being taken on. Can, uh, <laughs> can I roll a perception check to see if there's anything like is she wearing anything weird? Are there like symbols or like things or stuff, like weird looking stuff? You go for it. Uh, and I know we only already got one, but may I roll an insight check now? Please do. Okay. Yeah, this is this is real different stuff. Now I've got FOMO. Can I roll an insight check? Yes, yes, you okay. can. Also, I got to get in here. I got a 10. Apparently, we're just doing 10s and 11s today. I refresh you, D&D Beyond. Take that. (laughs) Mm. Go to Dice Jail. I got a 23 insight. You got a 5. That's thick. That's on brand for me. You're also tired. Yeah, you you wanted the insight. Jules, you you think this woman is just kind of tired and is maybe a little loopy? If she's been walking through the night and lives remotely, like... I've been there. That kind I've of been there. tracks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was you ten hours ago. Exactly. <laughs> um, ten on. Uh, you wanted perception to kind of yeah. j- judge Do you her like clothing. Wearing anything weird or anything? Nothing overly bizarre. It's definitely kind of like an oversized uh, shirt. Doesn't really show off her form or anything like that. She does have like a leather belt with like some pouches and things. I think that really only the thing that kind of stands out is it's red leather. That's either nicer or just stranger than you've seen. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of all in red leather. She's got a, you know, gray traveling cloak. It's off some light for night traveling, but, you know, this is kind of good if you do need to hide on the roads. Hair seems pretty kept, seems pretty put together as far as, you know, a traveler goes. That was a 23 on Insight? Yeah, it was. Uh, th- I, this behavior does definitely seem strange. But it it seems earnest. Like it, it it definitely seems like they have lots of things that they're trying to like balance in their brain. The math comment strikes you to be a bit bizarre, especially if it's math that requires pen and paper to solve. Uh-huh. A will reach into her bag and she'll get out like just like a scrap couple of piece of paper and she'll say. I'm sorry, uh, ink and quill is just far too messy for the road. But like, would a would a stick of charcoal do? I, I don't mind writing larger. Yeah, that would that would that would be fine. All right here. She like yup yups the donkey to get it up a little bit faster to actually get next to you. You realize that it's a lot less bouncy on this horse with their longer legs, so it's not working as hard. And you're like, oh yeah, the Cadillac <laughs> mounts right here. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we'll, we'll very hastily start just like sketching out like all these numbers on a pad and basically just doing big, long multiplication and then like does some like light division and things like that. And then just kind of folds up the piece of paper, hands the piece of charcoal back to you. Uh, Appreciate it. And to answer your earlier question, um, just local events, you know, uh, current happenings, anything that happened 
three days ago, uh, between like 11.30 and 1. That's a very specific type of local lore. <laughs> I, I just, there's, there's, there's anomalies. Um, I study the stars uh, quite often, actually. And so just certain tracks of the day, um, any sort of celestial events may have taken place or... It's the Festival of Light. Ah, okay. You're familiar when the fates come to cast the stones amongst the mortals? As it were. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's been going on for a while. Like, um, how long? About sixty years. That's right, because it was after the God of the Grave. I'm, I'm sorry, the God of the Grave. Yeah, Courtney. Uh, yes. Question for you. Yes, a lot. We're of all a bit tired, and uh, we're all a bit, you know, sort of, you know, like when you've been traveling for a while and you just can't remember, like what day it is like oh, what town you're in what year is it can you I, remind me like I, what year I do you think you, it is that's all the time like what what but specifically you friend courtney what year do you think it is i am offended by that question can i cast charm person <laughs> uh you absolutely can <laughs> um, and, and kind of like while you get kind of like the hand motions and like the tapping that you need to do to get your get that bardic rhythm to, to get that spell off she does answer uh, 1310 so if she gave up the year I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste charm person on her then just with like your interactions with her so far and like the checking out the clothes checking out thing like this series of, of bits does seem to like catch her off guard and you definitely saw her doing some math on her fingers while she was like i am offended that you would ask this question the year is 1310 which is not a normal way to say the year either <laughs> it is correct but like 1310 is not really how those of you who are from here say these things but does it sound like the way someone might say it if they were just told it was 60 years since the last fade appeared and they were quickly doing the math in their head to figure out what year that would be? Yes. Great. <laughs> Noted. Rowena at this point is gonna ride up a little bit past and like ride up to where HJ is. Jules, I need you to just take Dusty home. Take him home right now. There's something going on here. We need to get him out of here. Yeah, look, I'm gonna take him home and look, you go to the bar. I'll be right there. Yeah. And HJ is going to just like whip the reins on the horse and get Dusty the fuck out of there. <laughs> Not about this. Yeah. I'm going to like look at Rowena. She's like, <laughs> sus. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Rowena just kind of like gives her the like deep nod. Like, uh, huh? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Did I get the question wrong? Do you think you got the question wrong? What do uh, you think? No. Courtney. I'm I'm quite certain of the year, Alana. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, this is, I just, it's just, it's wonderful, isn't it? Uh, traveling sort of thing. Where are you traveling from, Cartney? Um, I have a home in the woods uh, just east of Bastellan. Oh, yeah? Do you? It's at the edge of the woods, more towards the hills. The uh, crazed trolls don't tend to bother me over there. Oh, you hate a crazed troll. Like, they're, they're calm ones. They're not bad, but the but the crazed ones. Uh, oh, do you not know of Troll Hill just to the north? Oh, no, I'm a traveler just like you, not from these lands. Sorry, east of Bastelin or east of Aria? Uh, I'm from east of Bastelin. 
and I believe we are entering the west side of Aria, and thus the troll hills are to our north. Are you unfamiliar with geography? No, I'm just uh, triangulating is all. The night can be disorienting. We've been on horses for nearly two days straight, so, you know. A drink is in order, then. Hey, Rowena, I'm having a terrible time here with Cadillac Bruce. Uh, would you mind stepping off to the side and helping me with this thing that is broken? Oh, yeah, yeah you know, it's you. probably right. that shoe that he threw, huh? You'll oh, have to yeah, take a just, look just, at it. Just, it's just, you hate to see it, it's terrible. Uh, yeah, anyway. pull over, I'll take a look. Anyway, Courtney, maybe just wait right there for us for a second, all right? Here, or should I meet you at the end? It is, oh, just 20 yards away now. We have been traveling. <laughs> you know, we'll meet you at the bar, like we said, in an hour. <laughs> I'll see you in the hour. And, and we'll go ahead and get the donkey to trot away and doesn't look back. And We're just fully doing the stare the, after yeah. her. Right. <laughs> yep. Episode of West Wing was just walked our whole will pull up right next to you, though, and just be like, all right, so is she mad or is she hiding something or maybe a bit of both? Well, it's it's the location for me, really. I don't... She talked a lot about local lore, and I've heard, I've heard some rumors about the woods east of Estelle. Have you... Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no. People who go in there don't come back out. Yeah. Well, the thing about it, though, is that I've heard that it's some sort of spirit or, um, uh, yeah. you know, like a like an elemental type. And uh, I'm sort of wondering, she doesn't know what year it is. And she doesn't, she seems to have found this for trolls. Like, do you think that maybe this is... I'm getting a little worried. You know a bit more of the specifics than I do. I just, I grew up... Bastelin in and around and it was always just a don't go there you'll get whisked away to the other planes or something it wasn't too specific alright Rowan I'm gonna be real honest with you for a second I after I had to drop out of school maybe I ran into some sorts of um some, some money problems uh, and well, a, a girl like me with a build like this, uh, one of the one of the best ways to uh, sort of you know recoup cash in a in a quick way is a uh, collecting bounties. And um, I've I've been chasing a bounty for a while for a, a, a rogue sort of uh, elemental type east of the woods of Bastellan, who's been uh, kidnapping travelers and that sort of thing. And I'm sort of wondering. It seems weird that she might like wander in here, but. I mean, stranger things have happened in the woods tonight, so as I just... things have happened in the last 24 hours, yeah. All right. Problem is, is that I'm not quite sure how to suss out an elemental from just a nutter, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, the last elemental we dealt with stabbed our guide, Jules brought him back to life or some shit, and then uh, Cassilian and I wailed on him, and Jules grabbed him by the frozen nards and popped him in half, so... Alright, I have at least 12 questions. We'll get to them later. Uh yeah, th th things that definitely pop in your mind, because you don't have much experience with elementals, or people coming back from the dead. Big red flag when that gets said. You've never heard of anyone being revived, reincarnated. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to start with us, but I'm just saying it's just funny that she mentioned that you know, sort of specific location, because that's exactly what my bounty said. And so 
I don't know. I have a funny way of attracting trouble wherever I go, so I just thought I'd mention it. But it also know. seems an odd bit of convenient that she shows up coming from the woods east of Bastellan right after we've just fled from there and lost one of our companions to a creature that's supposed to only live at the edge of the woods. Yeah. Do you fancy a drink? So many. Can I? I don't mean to be abrupt, but I do need to ask you one other rather important question, if you don't mind. Who put out the bounty? Oh, definitely. It was, uh, it was, it was, well, it was, it was a part of the, um, the Adventurer's Guild. Sort of winky face. Uh, right. Out of, out of Bastelan or somewhere else? Aye. Right. Okay. Right. Well, you're looking for an elemental. That's, that's good. That's fine. Let's... Among others, there's a, she sort of, uh, Alana, like, pats her bag and she says, there's a fair list of others. I might have maybe, um bitten off a wee bit more than I can chew, but gold is gold, and I, I need sure, a lot of it. yeah, so. no, that's that's good. I mean, I, I'm very familiar with folk in Bastelan, so maybe I'll take a look at those for you once we see, deal with this and see if I can help point you in the right direction. That'd be great. Alright, well, I, do you want to... Just, I we should I, go make sure that uh, Jules has uh, been able to deliver Dusty, and maybe we can get some more of those uh, rocks for you. That'd be fantastic. Fades off over to the Broven place where our intrepid hunt jewel uh, rides up with Dusty outside the, the Broven place. There's actually still a, a light on. And as you approach, uh, it, Dusty's father does open up the door and peeks his head out. Big dark bags under his eyes. Looks like he hasn't slept since you guys have left. Got some pretty bad news. Oh, and you just see all the rest of the color that was like there just kind of fades out of his face. Oh, no, it was about somebody else in town. Dusty is fine. <laughs> oh, thank God. And like he he just comes up and like grabs Dusty by the hips and like gets him off the horse and is just there like hugging him next to oh. it. And he'll, he'll just put him down and like give him a stern thing. He's like, go inside. You you need some rest. And he just like gives his head a nod. And he like tossles his hair and yeah, pushes him off inside. You should lead with good news, son. Oh, right. Sorry. I just was thinking about the weird lady that came into town. But hey, look, Dusty is a good kid. And he, he didn't mean to do any of that. Don't let the villagers tell, tell you otherwise. I appreciate that. I still believe my son has a kind heart and soul. I just also know he's very short-sighted and doesn't tend to think things through. Thank you. Um, please, uh, in, the, in the morning, if your friends are available, please come by. I'd love to host you for a meal. Um, token of our appreciation, I think, is more than due. Anything yeah. we can do for you, I'm just happy to see my boy safe. Yeah, absolutely. I'm hoping that maybe tomorrow morning you can answer a couple questions I have. Uh, but you know, I'll, I won't bother them with you now. Look, I'm, I'm parched. Dusty is gonna be, he's he's a good kid, and hopefully, um, you know, a couple of days with the champions of the gods will set him straight. I, I sure hope so. And thank you again. And he reaches his hand out for a handshake and uh, give him a nice firm one. Means a lot. I'll see you in the morning, anytime after ten, and we'll be ready to host you. All right, we'll see you then. Cheers. Have the bacon ready. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, it seems like he smiled for the first time in a few days and he just he likes the feel of it. And he kind of turns on his heels and heads in and blows out what light is inside. 
and yeah, you're able to kind of uh, turn around. It's it's definitely a quiet night. You, you get kind of just that nice chill through the air, and it's it's one of those spring winds that comes in. It's, it's a little bit before summer, and it feels cold. And then just for a moment, you've got that nice little warm breeze, and it quickly goes away. It's nice knowing that seasons will change soon enough. I want to start strolling back over to the bar. And I think that's when we fade and y'all can kind of round the corner around the same time of getting your uh, horses in the stable. The donkey is already there in the stable, nice and tidied up. A little hay bale has been set up in front of it. He's just chomping away. Alana goes over to Steve and she says, I just want you to know it was all a ruse. I love you more than life itself, Steve. That's right. Just a super loud, like, donkey screech goes through this quiet <laughs> night. Give a little screechy scratch, head of the bar. Just gonna post up Farrier and be like, please keep an eye on the rest of them. Make sure they don't get into trouble. You don't have to do anything about it, just, like, keep an eye out. <laughs> I say it like you understand. Pat, pat, pat. <laughs> D- does like that like lip curl he tends to do w- when it seems he's got a positive reaction <laughs> to something the, the same thing that happens whenever you bust out the carrots hey that woman back there she she was weird right oh no she was like super weird okay okay good dusty's back uh we got a date with them after 10 o'clock they're gonna have bacon and uh hey didn't i think they're gonna have that sword for you Rhina. oh i entirely forgot about that I was going to say no, but I think after everything I've seen, maybe I'll take them up on it if they're still offering. I hate to take advantage of people, but it's been sort of a night. Yeah, agreed. Hey, let's let's go get a couple drinks. I'm, I'll, I'll buy the first round. Well, no, wait, she's buying the first round. I'll buy the second round. No, no, no. The, the, the weird lady is going to buy us as many rounds as we can get out of her before we have to do something untoward. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Yeah, that's when kind of the door gets pushed on open as you've all made your way and you've, you've got Butch uh, behind the bar kind of just shining a glass that looks like it, he's been shining it the last 10-15 minutes and he's just got kind of a weird look on his face over to the one table that has a woman at it like in the center of the inn area and it's, there's a couple of seats pulled around and there's you know four frothy pints there and some pewter glasses for you Pewter goblets, I guess you can't call it a glass if it's not made out of glass. Tankards, goblets, any of the above. Yeah, yeah. Butch has got one of those, like, nicer, like, stemware glasses that he seems to like shining. And he's just going to town on it with kind of a cockeyed look at the back of the head of the old lady. Or, not the old lady, it's just the woman. He's <laughs> The old lady older. who is my age? Yeah. He's, yeah, he's just got kind of a bit of a face on him. As we bust in, uh, HJ just goes, Master Lloyd, the champions returneth. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yes. Uh, it's it's good. It's good to see you. Uh, uh, come here, come here. And he like comes around the bar to like give you a hug, Jewel, and just but like doesn't approach like he has approached you in the past. So he's like at the edge of the bar for you to like come up to. Yep. I I come on and, up. and gives you a hug. And do, do, do you know this woman? Well, we met her and gave her a ride on into town. Uh, huh. Bruenna and Alana can tell you can tell you a little bit more. Uh, I I went and delivered Dusty, who is safe, by the way. Your projection is quite good. Yeah, I you're not the first one to tell me. 
I don't believe we've met. And 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 he and he reaches out his hand to you, Alana. Oh, Alana is like weirdly shy in this moment. Alana is like an outdoorsy type, and she's like, she's like, oh god, they're like regulars, and I'm gonna like do the wrong thing, and I'm gonna say the wrong. And so she's sort of like too formally and like too weirdly, and she's just like, hello. He he makes it real quick, squeeze and let go, uh, and like whips his hand back too. You're 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 welcome here if you're friends with these. They've been quite helpful to the family, and I'd, I'd ha happy to host you. Thank you. It's an honor to be in your fine establishment, my lord. And she bows like too much, like too much, too I, many bows. I I I appreciate. It's not not necessary, but I I. It warms the heart. And Alana just like looks around. She's like, "Oh God, I did it again." Uh, should should we? Do you want to have a seat with our new friend? Uh, there's an open tab with your names on it. So right, we're probably need anything. Be I'll taking advantage of that. Be here, please do. Wait, Master Lloyd, what? Why don't? Why do you find her weird? And HJ is like pointedly speaking, very quiet now. She called me Bart. Do you have a brother? I have a grandfather named Bart. Ah. Ruin immediately looks at Alana just with the eyes like Alana's <laughs> uh -huh. like yeah. <laughs> my, yeah, no, me my my dad always said I looked like the spitting image of him once once I grew up and before he passed, but you know, he passed when I was just a wee lad and we live quite long. I mean, he's been gone oh forty years. And if he was my age when she saw her, that means it's been about 70 years I I, I I i i don't know could have just been a slip of the mind maybe i've seen her before but she's vaguely familiar but i can't you know put what? a finger on it i think we're gonna be the ones putting fingers on things so don't worry about it if we start <laughs> oh, a fight we'll try to do it outside I need her money's good right uh yo yeah she can buy whatever she likes all right that's what matters what happened to the piece of paper that she wrote stuff down on? Uh, she folded it and kept it, and she handed you back the charcoal. Okay, all right. Rowena is going to head over to the table, and she's going to try to kind of catch Jules' eye and sort of, like, nod for him to flank our friend Courtney. Um, please, ta uh, yes, take a seat. I hope you like mead. It's a personal favorite of mine. It's always been a bit fancy for my taste, but I'll try anything once. Little sweet, little savory. Mm, I had an ex like that. <laughs> Alana laughs, like, but like too loud. <laughs> ah, yes. Well, I also want to extend an apology. I live alone in, in quite remote areas, and I do moth odd. Um, the, the reason for the math, and she like takes her folded out paper and like puts it down. It's gonna sound strange. I've I tinker and I have a clock that doesn't work like other clocks. And so when I kind of reassess, it's it's more for charting position throughout the stars than it is for telling time. And so it's, it, there's just a bit of a conversion. I really should just buy two clocks. <laughs> Alana's eyes like light up and she just like straight into the backpack no hesitation dumps it on the table finds the biggest openest notebook she's got she's like can you do a schematic like right now for it i'm just i would love to know more about all of the just 
Um, what? Okay, all right. Continue, just keep. Yeah, more, more. Time, time, clock, go. Uh, it's it's uh it's short. It's loud. I actually wouldn't wish it upon anyone else, but it serves its functions. And it charts the positions of the stars. No, it, it, it helps me uh, re- reminders to track stars and timers and length of day more so than actual time of day. It's hard to explain, but it, it helps my studies and, and pulls out like a, a booklet from within her traveling cloak and like flips it over. For instance, there, there's a new star I, I've actually been tracking just holds up and in very tiny, elegant writing is just number calculations and trackings and is just looks like a mad person really just with numbers but like they are full-on equations and chartings and things like that so i yeah i've just been trying to keep up and i don't get clear nights but even with the fog and the clouds sometimes i'm still able to see it and there's just some calculations to try and triangulate as one of you mentioned and and this star came into existence three days ago from 11.30 to 1. It's very specific. A celestial body got larger at that time. Celestial body? Um, I'm not... It's not a star, but it is very far off. I don't have the means to view it properly. What do you need? In general, or just for the star? Because I, 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 I was hoping to... We'll take both some at this point, and... honestly. Oh, uh, that's great. I see you're an adventurer from those fine markings there, Alana. You remember you have those like stupid badges you got when yeah. you first got into the guild. Yeah. There's three things actually um, in, in ease of order. A bag of sand, uh, soot, dirt, really any fine particulate would work. Two, if, if possible, um, in advanced uh, elvish language. Learner's book would actually be quite useful trying to learn a bit more elvish for a coordination project um damned cohort mumbles a lot elvish quite quite old um would really like to know what he's actually murmuring about and uh third oh this one would be fine but the price would would be worth it I believe they're called um eco an elemental control orb what did you be needing one of those for then? I, always been a point of study. Always looking to learn. Uh, the, the, the really just a fascination of uh, its properties. And how did you come to know about those? Because to be perfectly honest, uh, I grew up in a big city, and I've never heard of them until well, about three days ago, between eleven thirty and one. Oh, that's quite the coincidence, isn't it? Though. No, I, I've actually known of them for, for some time. Uh, there's actually large versions of them in all the major cities. Um, a lot of them have just been built around, uh, integrated. I believe up north they have one that's built into a statue. Um, I, I believe in the east, I believe it's the basis of a uh, clock tower, bell tower. Could be both. Clock tower. Clock tower. And I believe into the west, it's just something in, you know, a big chamber that the guilds like to look at the oligarch like to stare at when conducting business so those those are the massive ones i'm i'm, I'm just looking for a small one um i believe they were a gift of the gods seven eight hundred years ago point of order what happened to the one that we had when we were down in the sewers did we have one 
You did not have one. They were built into the doors. Yeah, welded mm -hmm. into the doors and acted more as a barrier to gotcha. keep the elemental in the sewers. Okay, gotcha. gotcha yeah, gotcha. yeah. Pardon me for asking, uh, but oh, like, please. sand isn't like that hard to come by, is it? Oh, like, no, no, just the finer the quality, the better in like, just just the coarseness would, would be good. I don't live near a beach. I've heard of beaches uh, far off could potentially have them. I've also heard uh, smiths might use them. Um, if there's a glass blower nearby, they would have plenty. Really, I I, I do want so, it for glass. You, yeah, you're yeah. making glass then. Yeah, if I, if I could have a stronger optics um uh, if you if you get glass at the right curvature it can help magnify visions and it would help me view these celestial bodies i'm trying to study oh you want to make a, oh, a lens oh yeah yes yes a lens right you live near Bastelin. why haven't you just gone to the guild masters there it, uh, it's it's the big city vibes i really just i feel like someone would take advantage of me if i went there Maybe she's not as mad as she seems, eh? Point. Oh, I have so many questions, I don't even know. The, uh, the, yes, youngin. The tower north of Bastellan. You know, do you know of it? Griffin's Roost, yes I do. Yeah, how, how tall is that thing? I don't think anyone's bothered to measure it. It crumbled ages ago. Okay. I don't know. I'm a little under six feet, it's probably at least 12 times as big as me 70 feet have you been it's eerie i i i genuinely don't like it there no no people have just told me about it rowena is is gonna kind of glance at her and is going to say in elvish and who is it that you're uh trying to understand better with the elven language i i'm i'm, I'm sorry could you speak slower i'm still learning She'll repeat it again, but a little more slowly, and and trying to flatten out her accent to make it more <laughs> intelligible. I, it is my cohort. I think is what you're you, you're you're asking me who I want to communicate with. Is that just switching a, back to common? Yeah. Yes, your your cohort. Like, is that like a whole group or just like a, a single individual? Uh, si si single single individual. My friend who mumbles in in his Elvish is. Helpful, but but old and tends to just ramble. And so, if I feel like I could understand him a bit better in his native language, we'd have just an easier way of communication. So your friend is of elven kind, then? Yes. He's an elf. Yes. That was a bit of a hesitation. Was that because you weren't sure? Uh, he's, um, or... He he uh, is not pure elf. So he's a. Half but elf? has yes spent many yes yes how old is he oh old, old, older than i am um how old are you if i may ask just amongst friends you know you are our old friend now aren't you courtney i i i am uh, th uh 36 now courtney i want you to know that like I look quite good for my age, but I do want you to know that I'm 650. It's as, very as, hard for me it, to believe that you, Courtney, are 36. I do feel like I am more learned than my age may mm. appear. <laughs> and you are quite dashing for a 650-year-old dwarf. Thank um, you. You do look I, very I good for your age, Alana. 
Yeah, for, for someone who's lived 65% of their life, you look good. Well, now that was unnecessary. It's, it's, it's fact. Just because it's fact doesn't mean you need to be pointed out. We've got other facts we'd be more interested in hearing from you, to be perfectly honest. Like, what exactly you're doing here? Again, gathering information and came with a few requests. Uh, sand, a, a book on Elvish, and hopefully a uh, eco if at all possible. And I am interested in you lot. You seem to have some sort of connection to a few days ago around noon. As you have alluded, you've learned many a fact. You also all have that look on your face like something's missing. You might say that. Um, you, and points over Adelana, you seem to have this other agenda. You're, you're excited. Maybe, maybe maybe a bit of a breakthrough. And and, and you, the furry uh, fellow, you seem uh, eager to be somewhere else. Feels like you're going in the wrong direction. And um, Rowena, was it? The one with so many questions. You have this feeling like you're uh, in grief. So yes, I'm also very interested in all of you. Uh, Who are you? I am your friend, Courtney. You're not my friend. <laughs> I am a friend. I would just like to get my things and be on my way. Oh, it seems friend, Courtney. I don't want to say it sounds strange, but I just, I can't imagine why you would just wander up to a group of, you know, uh, strangers. You technically approached me. I gave you the way of the road. I was headed here, no matter if you were traveling or not. All right, I'll give you that one. But my point still stands, which is that, you know, it seems awfully funny that you just sort of gather a group of strangers and ask them to help you finish your science fair project, Courtney. Is that not what members of the Adventuring Guild do? I, I, if you are one, I assume these two may also be, though they don't wear the marks. I mean, we do, but it needs to be worth our while. And we need to know that the person that we're adventuring for is on the up and up. Okay. So, now that negotiations have gone more tit for tat, how would you like your friend in the green cloak back? So, how about we get back your friend in the green cloak? You know where he is, then? Technically, no, but I can return him. Oh, now that's going to be an interesting trick to turn a man that you don't know where he's got to. I'm familiar with it. I don't know where it is. That is why I need these things post-haste. So if you can acquire... If you can acquire the eco for me in, let's say, seven days... Your friend can be returned. So were you just watching that all happen? Technically, yes. Oh, you did it. Also technically, yes. What the fuck? <laughs> it's, it would take me longer than seven days to properly explain. Um, Let's maybe go no. with a quicker one that yeah. maybe you can explain faster. What the fuck are you? I am a wizard. I have... Well, these lands for quite some time and about sixteen hundred years ago, I found myself in a pocket dimension 
and I've been trying to get out. So what I did with your friend is swap places with them temporarily. If you'd like control over where they come back, I'd like that eco. So have you been stealing children then for the last 1600 years too? Or was that something else going on in the forest? Technically, by the laws of these lands, yes, you could consider that kidnapping. However, they are always returned in better condition than I found them. Um, does that that mean? sounds what does, yeah, maniacal. What? I apologize. Yeah, no, I'm um, sorry. I'm about this far away from just ending your sorry life. So right. the only thing that's stopping me is the fact that I need to know where Master Diodro is. Here's a question for you. You're, you seem to be from around these parts. You understand what the rumors have spread about the series of events that take place. Um, can you name one of the children that disappeared? Can you tell me the name of the family that had a disappearance? Probably not, because they come from literally nothing. Whereas you could probably tell me uh, names of quite a few strangers who walked in out of town from their mid-twenties to mid-thirties with seemingly pockets full of treasures and started a brand new life because they didn't really know where they came from. So, if you steal one of my younger siblings because we were poor and destitute, and then you drop them back in 20 years later with wealth, but no knowledge of their family, that's fine? Is that how that's supposed to work? It's not. N no, because it's never just the poor. It's the poor that are hiding or running. In a, in a happy home, you don't go running off in the middle of the woods by yourself late at night looking for a friendly face. You're despicable. I do not like what I've been forced to do. And I'd like to end it. And I think getting my hands on an ego could possibly do that and help out many in the process. It would end these random disappearances outside of Bastellan. And what would it start? I could get my life back on track. My cohort could get back to whatever he's doing. Again, I don't speak Elvish. And um, I could get my clock fixed. You could pick up the sand. Anywhere. I'm not actually worried about that one. The book no, I could no, give that's the one. that's the one that I can give you. I can tell you exactly where to get some. Great. There's an entire pile outside my forge. You're welcome to it. I'm not going back there anyway. Not if I can help it. Your forge would be... I'll give you the address. It's not hard to find. Maybe be careful if you spend too much time there. There's probably going to be some folks coming to knock looking for collections. Don't be around when they show up. You you, you seem to be favoring that shoulder. Is it is it to the west? Is it back at Bastellan? Yes. Yes, that won't do. I can't go to Bastellan. <laughs> Funny, neither can I. Interesting. Anyway, again, sand would be nice. The need, though, is uh, the, the yeah, eco. Yeah, I know, the eco. Right. Alana, Jules, I think maybe we need to go have a discussion. Yeah, agreed. Uh, would you like me to see myself out and give you the room? Would you like to... I think you should stay here. I'm sure Master Lloyd would be happy to bring you whatever else you need and also make sure that uh, he's got eyes on you while we go elsewhere to talk. Delightful. Sorry to be a little bit on edge, but, you know... It's probably the appropriate reaction for these circumstances. Mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, you say you're a wizard. Yes. Do you do the kind of oogie-boogie watching other people? I can. I do not. 
Uh, it's nice. it's ineffective where I spend most of my time, as well as typically is a one way uh, experience. Uh, I have found it is not the case while I am here. Yeah, great. Well, shocking as this may sound, I'm going to take you on your word of honor that you're going to let us have our conversations in private. Oh, the last thing I would do is spy on you for the repercussions that others would have. Mm-hmm. And you'll just bust up laughing at that. Something you know that I don't? I know plenty that you don't, but where I come from, we don't steal people's friends and then use that as leverage. <laughs> Okay, maybe your ilk has changed. What do you mean? Uh, I'm sorry, you have a discussion to get to. Great. Master Lloyd, uh, we're gonna be stepping out to the back. If uh, this woman happens- uh, You are to watch me. To leave. Uh, like a hawk. Yes, um, please just holler. Uh, take- mm. uh, Master Lloyd, I will take that roast when you have a chance. Uh, not until they get back, of course. I'm gonna reach over and I'll just, I'll just snatch the math. Age, and I'm just—I'll be keeping this for safekeeping. I'm just shoving it in one of my pockets. Oh, and don't think I can't do math within you know 60 units. It's just a matter of you know give or take of the anomaly that I witnessed in lining plus or minus differentials in order to actually keep an accurate guess. So please check it if you desire. I'll keep that in mind. Please do. We're gonna allow like steps out with them. I'm gonna pass by Butch, and as I do, I'm just gonna hiss under my breath. Please spit in her drink if you get the chance. <laughs> uh, question for you both. Is there, like, an adventurer's guild in town around here? I don't know that there's, like, a station here in Argya. There would be one in Daybreak. Yeah, just the big cities. We, we have travelers and other adventurers come through occasionally. The travelers meet up, share potential bounties and go out together, but that's about it. That was my only plan. All right. No, no, that was a good plan. Uh, Master Lloyd, sorry, sidebar, but important question. Have you seen another dwarf pass through in the last month or so, other than Miss Pritchell here? Uh, yeah, last last month, about a week ago, um, had a old, old friend actually come through. Oh, really? Yeah. You act like you might know him. G? Big, big yeah, broad fellow, yeah. lots of tattoos. Doesn't yeah, seem no, as intimidating that's... of the reputation Sorry, he's it, earned. It's probably not related to this. I just wanted to make sure I was keeping my timeline straight since we're apparently doing a lot of math today. I'm sorry to hear that. If he should pass through again before we do, uh, please tell him from me that I'm watching his back and not in the good way. Um, He'll know. I will let him know when he comes through. So what do you all think? I assume we're we're outside at this point. Yeah, you you can head outside. <laughs> yeah. You could head upstairs, yeah, wherever yeah. you think is the most secure. Somewhere private. I want to go out because I don't yeah. want to be anywhere near where Laura and Mac might be or anything yeah. like that. So. Yeah, they, they would be upstairs, which does offer you the kitchen in the back, if you like. I'd go like fully out back of the, the mm-hmm. inn, I think, be outside. Great. Yeah, you, you make sure to position yourself on the opposite of where like the table was and it's it's a quiet night. You can hear an owl off in the distance. You're all clad in moonlight. It's what, like 6 a.m. at this point. Yeah. So there's that f- the, the faint lights of sunrise are, are definitely yeah. coming out. So it's uh, getting into those dawn hours. Well, I don't want to play ball with this, but I don't want to risk Master Dietrove either. If he's in a 
what she called a pocket dimension. That's not that's not anything that I've got. I mean, I've heard of them. But again, I thought it was sort of a drunken tale of the magic users that they used to brag about when they were in their cups. I mean, at, at this point, drunken tales and myths, I'm going to start believing all of them. You know what I mean? Apparently. Hey, I, I think the Brovens can get us a, a, a elemental control orb. Or at least know, at least they'll know where to go. You know what might be worth asking? Maybe they've got one in their junk drawer. Save us a trip to daybreak, because otherwise I think we're going back down to the fucking sewers. I would feel really bad if we destroyed the sewers that we became famous for saving, you know what I mean? I I kind of like being able to walk into any bar and just be a hero. I'm really okay not being known as the adventurers who saved the sewers personally, but I also would really like people to not know my name at all. I was trying to disappear and then I got chosen by a god, so my week hasn't gone according to plan. Well, in the morning, after 10 o'clock, the Brovins will, they're going to be making us brekkie and we're going to get a good meal, and we can try and get a lead on that uh, ECO. 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 How are you feeling about this, Alana? You think it's your bounty? You know, I don't think so, but every time you'll talk about your past adventures, I just get a list of running quests. I've got, like, at least 57 different questions for you all now. (laughs) It's at that point, like, a very sleepy, like, seven-year-old, like, kind of pulls on your pant leg, and he's rubbing his eyes. (laughs) We all jump three feet in the air. (laughs) Grandpa says the lady is going through your bag. A lot of just sighs. It's like, fucking God, and just... (laughs) Rowena <laughs> fully sword in one hand, hammer in the other, and just follows. <laughs> like, not even in the rage, just like dragging them in her sides. Like, God damn it. And I'm, I'm just going to grab the kid by the hand and just slowly lead lead them back in. Yeah, we may not want to watch this one. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get you back upstairs. She seemed almost done when I left, but that'd be nice. And just like does the like up. <laughs> yep. And I'm, Aww. And I'm, I'm, I'll pick him up, pat him on the back, and. Um, as as they go straight back in, I will turn right quickly and drop them off in bed before heading back down. <laughs> as you come in through and you kind of divert and then the doors open and the two of you are kind of there, he um, is just like flipping over pages very like quickly and putting them back in the exact order. And it seems like she's already two thirds through like all of your books and papers. <laughs> so... Okay. <laughs> okay. So Alana reaches into like her big like cloak pockets and she pulls out like what is an unnecessarily large hammer? Like just to, it doesn't it doesn't need mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm, the thing. Mm-hmm. Um and she's gonna like very quietly like walk up behind Courtney the wizard. Uh <laughs> and she's gonna kind of just do like like over the shoulder, down, like right in front of her face, just like kabam, like with the hammer. You know, it's rude to snoop. You seem to have a lot of information, and I was quickly able to gather it. I didn't actually think you'd know until you got back, and then the young one was. Did sent. you miss the part where we did tell Master Lloyd to keep an eye on you? As Rona just like pulls her sword around and like kind yes, of puts it under. Yes, and Lloyd's are very honest and very mm-hmm. trustworthy, and I knew that he would do that. I didn't think he would have a second to send. 
so I took a calculated risk. Calculated wrong. Fascinating research. You're going to be really, really happy once you refine that ore a third time. Also, I think we might be able to help each other out. See, this bounty that you have for this rogue earth elemental seems, in the finer detail of the stuff that a lot of people skip over, seems to have actually taken the eco from its old controller before it went on its rage spree at, oh, surprising the 10 year mark it seems to always be like clockwork with these things so uh if you want to get paid and get your friend back recommend that one uh they were last spotted east of the woods uh so the west end of the troll hills a bit closer than other positions might be you can put that down it really won't do much it'll make me feel better oh then please go have at it alana looks at rona and just kind of I, I, this Fine. is a personality type that I don't excel with. Nobody does. This is the type that I used to throw out the bar on their arcs very hard on purpose. Are you not a fan of intelligent people or those that... I'm not a fan of bitches. Ah. <laughs> huh. Bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I like that. Tell you what. We'll go find your god's damned eco. We'll bring it back, you give us back our friend, and then you fuck back off to wherever you came from and don't ever bother us again. How's that? Yes. Also, I think it's only fair, since you've uh, gleaned two-thirds of uh, my friend's knowledge here- that, that I get the other third? No, that you share at least two-thirds of your information with her. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you should have thought about that first. She's got another, what, 350 years? I should be plenty of time for this you. isn't literally all you know though that would be appalling for someone of your stature let's make an assumption that it is oh so you can share i could talk slower than Rhoda's gonna punch her in the gut oh i was face. i was literally about to punch <laughs> her in the face yeah, yeah. go for it gonna fucking punch her in the gut actually a lot gonna look at like a lot gonna rear back and she's gonna watch like Rhoda just slowly and she's gonna go after you <laughs> oh, I'm so mad. That is a 22 to hit. Fucking nailer. Square up. Boom. Great. Four damage. Not like it matters. Sick. But on principle. Yeah, that immunity takes it down to zero. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> uh -huh. sure it's not going to actually do anything. I hope that makes you feel better. Would you? Would you like one as well? No. What I would like for you to do is stop running your mouth because. A great way to make enemies around these parts and we can help you we'll get you your stupid orb and like they're going to want their friend back but here's the thing deals only work when people trust each other and i don't trust you as far as i can throw you which alana just like sizes her up she goes is probably pretty far but that's beside the point she like sizes you up too and like she looks for her piece of paper and then just puts her hands back down Bit of a nod. Alana takes like the handle of the hammer and she like drags it across the table so like all the papers get fucked up. And she's like, so we're either going to work together or you can fuck off, but we're not doing this. And also do not think for a single second I'd be stupid enough to put everything I know in a single fucking notebook. You're daft. She just sort of like indignantly like picks up her shit and shoves it in her backpack. Isn't it a thing that I've heard wizards have to keep all their spells together, but you don't have that problem, do you? <laughs> no. 
that actually was my assumption, and she told me to treat you otherwise. Anyway. Who's she? Who's she? As as HJ is coming down from the stairs. <laughs> Rowena told me to treat all of the information you had in your bag. Only in the example of the trade, you've gotten two-thirds of her information, so now she gets two-thirds ah, of yours. Two-thirds yeah, of my yeah. studies. Okay. Context clues. It's apparently a thing you're not used to. I understand you've apparently been isolated for a very long time. Welcome to the real world. I essentially live with two paraplegics, so my apologies for not picking up social cues. Oh, are they two kids you kidnapped too? Uh, no, I would never choose to live with these two. Uh, two-thirds of my knowledge, which is vast in comparison. Uh, do you have a topic you would like? Rowena? So done with I this I know very little. Uh, seems to be, uh, in grief. Seems to be well with a hammer. For some reason favors No, no, her. no, no, no. Let oh, you want her to choose. Excellent. Uh, Rowena, please choose a, a, a topic of insight you'd like me to spill two-thirds of my knowledge about. Or if you want to pick multiple topics. Alchemical transmutation of uh, natural elements. Ah, by the looks of you, neither of you would understand most of my knowledge towards that. Um, not because you couldn't, just because you have not learnt the necessary skills. Looking. So start with hand. the 101 okay. and work your way up. Yes. Uh, uh, every, everything's connected. There are many elements. Um, there's things like dirt, glass, sand. We, we transmute them through various means of forces. Yada, right. yada, yada, Why don't yada, you yada, start yada. writing it down in a portable notebook? You'll have some time because we're going to go get your fucking orb. We'll be back. Sounds fair. I assume you weren't going to come along and help or anything. No. Yeah, thought as much. So I'll draft chemical properties, transmutation. Are you particularly interested in those that can be attained by uh, mundane needs such as fire, heat, pressure, all of the things that any person could do? Or are you interested in those of magical uh, natures that comes from years of study? Well, if your knowledge is so vast and expansive compared to ours, why not both? Fair point. I'll have it ready for you in 24 hours. Wonderful. Hopefully we'll be back by then if our horses don't just fucking give up the ghost with the way we've been riding them. Um. Excuse uh, us, we've got a breakfast date to get to. Get to writing. Enjoy. Uh, Master Lloyd, a pen and quill? And he like kind of like just one of these like weird look arounds and just starts like digging through stuff and does eventually find like some parchment and some quill and like brings it over. See you later. I'll be right here. You'd better be. And then she like pulls out her out of her pocket, like just this gigantic silver coin that has like a gold coin in it. And then like another silver coin in it. Just the most bizarre looking piece of silver and gold. It is silver and gold and just puts it on the table uh, for you, Lloyd. And he like doesn't really know what to do and like kind of like bites it and is like yeah that's real and just has a bunch of strange ass pictures on it have we is can i roll something to see if i've like ever seen a picture or if i know i've heard of no money because it looks like no money you've ever seen you're all aware that there is universal coin right when the god of the forge showed up rare materials just started getting swapped out for these stamped 11 fates authenticated, branded, God of the Forge license coins. merchandise. 
yeah like straight up like nah there were too many micro societies one of her gifts she came in she started making coins at her foundry furiously and just threw them through the nether and swapped them out for face value it's like hey if you had whatever the equivalent of three copper boom now you got three copper this happened ages ago too so to see not that coinage like there, there's there's four coins this isn't one of them <laughs> right all right uh that'll be exchanged in about the next four to six hours if that's okay with you i'll be here still if it doesn't and then just dips and starts to write do you all want to head out uh, we should stop at the borovans yeah for at least a moment see if they know anything about an eco see if they've got some of that we're already here yeah Let's at least i agree touch base for a moment they can hold anything we need them to until we get back we don't want to waste any time on getting master diodrove back with us but i don't want to go in unprepared either not given the kind of week i've had that's yeah that's valid as we're like leaving the bar can alana like purposely like catch one of her feet on Courtney's chair leg and just kind of like <laughs> fuck her chair up a little bit so she messes up what she's writing and she's like oops yeah give me a performance <laughs> <laughs> yeah baby oh come on I love it fuck oh, god damn it that's 12 it's not as subtle as you would like but you definitely make the hand gesture and the arm goes like that's fine I can start again and she like takes that page and like folds it up nicely and puts it to the side and that's also when you realize she's already three pages in god she's the worst <laughs> I've heard there's bacon I want bacon I hate this I just want yeah. bacon let's go I heard they're great yeah, cooks I, we're a bit early let's just go you all scoot out the door do the rapid camera walk through down to the uh, outskirts of the north side of Aria it really isn't a far distance 10 minute walk tops and you get over there the, the strangeness uh is definitely filling the night air and it seems like even some of the uh early wakers are starting to come out and start their days you you come up to the broven house and uh mrs broven is there oh you're you're you're, you're early but um happy happy to tend to your schedule uh come come on come on in we're terribly sorry about this no um, no at least something's we can do. come up that's all um then will happily hastily get, get you situated um thank you tell us all about it we'll do story time the next time we're here uh, to ha we're yeah ha ha happy to um what what you... what can we do um food food can be ready in 20 we may not even have that much time two two pressing subjects alana looks devastated <laughs> she's just you just see her physically oh. like like there's <laughs> hard to be you time. see her when i do the full like shoulder drop just like we can yeah 20 minutes we can stay already. for food we can do we can do 20 for food we're gonna be leaving again we're gonna need sustenance yeah and just like bangs on the window han get it ready oh <laughs> sorry we're terribly sorry about it no worries no worries so first off that uh that, that volcanic rock that that Dusty's oh belt. yes, Dusty's belts belts made of. She yeah. said you had more of that. Uh yeah, we have uh, about about a crate of it. Great, we'll take all of it. How much do you want? It it it's yours. Le least we could do. Um, Are you sure? You you got our boy back to his healthy. Um, we still expect him to have plenty of community service or something, but he's healthy. He, 
seems like he's closer to being a man as well and owning up for his actions. So uh, it's, it's a price we can't pay. You should definitely um, talk to him about what happened. I think We're there just might be more. Letting to him the... rest for now. And... Yeah, no, I just mean there might be more to the story. We're still sussing it out too, but. Um... Great, Alana, that's all yours. If you need my forage, you're welcome to use it in the meantime. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'll I'll look for the wheels. Alana's gonna like reach into her bag and she's gonna pull out like a little pad of paper and a pen and she's just gonna kinda like look down and start doing something, but like not really like acknowledge it. Just kinda like do anything. Cool. Marana will kind of follow Mrs. Proven and just be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, right, right, right this yeah, way." No, so, uh, we, we, we use the, the wheels for our own cart, but they're really the only ones strong enough for that crate. It, oh God, weighs a ton. Um, but yeah, no, please, and like takes you through like the side entrance to their house, which is actually just completely sectioned off, and there's just all sorts of weird knickknacks, home projects, but also like strange goods, like bared off like barred off into like cages trunks here with strange labels on them um and she like finds the cart and like shakes the wheels off of it and then like goes back outside leads you around and slaps them onto a a, a crate and then starts getting the other boxes from on top of it off oh no I, please let me no, help with that oh yeah no please I'll, I'll happily take it uh what, what what else you said there was two requests this is my maybe a stretch, but it's we had to ask. Um, you familiar with an eco elemental control? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've we, we've we've definitely dealt with them. Um, well, not actually dealt with them. We can't actually give anything for them, so no one ever sells it to us. They're actually heavily regulated by the gods. They're not that's, supposed to go missing. Mm -hmm. That's what I was afraid of. Mm -hmm. I was kind of hoping you might just have one lying about in a scrap oh. heap or something. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no, if you were to lose an eco or willingly uh, part with it, there there are many fines. Ruina fully is that. just like face in hand. Like, oh I... god. Um... But, well, uh, what, um... Better that you don't know, honestly. What you don't if, know, if, you can't, you can't yeah, be accused uh, of not sharing. So, pretend it's like, a task. But, like, if somebody was going to come through with an eco, where would they be? I would have to refuse it. We have had some controllers, um, come through and try to peddle them when they're drunk. They're on a hot streak. They, they, they think that they, you know, can double up the money real quick, come back and buy it off. Like they can pawn it temporarily. Controllers. Oh, from, so. From, from Daybreak or? For, 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 from all sorts. Before, before we settled here, um, there are controllers in almost every, every town. They use the orbs to help direct, um, the elementals towards city planning, infrastructure improvements, things like that. Um, I, I heard you were able to help the waterways um, down in Daybreak, and that's usually more of an automated thing, but there are times where uh, you need more guidance, like a fire elemental helping uh, fan a forge in some of the larger smithing communities. Yeah. Um, that actually requires someone to, to handle the orb rather than just building them into structure and fencing them in. Right. Okay, so we're just gonna kind of pretend like we didn't bring this up but thank you for the information it is absolutely helpful um one last uh question slash piece of warning um yeah. if a if a dwarven man comes through you'll know i'm traveling cloak lots of tattoos don't do business with him again 
I don't recall doing business You wouldn't, with... and that's alright. Just, if he comes back, try to wave him off. N- noted. Thank, thank, thank you for the heads up. You ever seen a cabbage cactus? I have not heard of them. They're apparently quite juicy. Um, it's as much as I know. Do you know where they grow? South? Southwest. That, yeah, that that would make sense. There isn't much south of us here, but just in general, I think southern parts of the realm. Okay. Well, that's something. At least we're getting consistent information. I I think they grow in hot, dry temperatures. Or like maybe fallen scale over there. Ah, uh, that would be that would be a great place to start. All right. Right. Well, if I could, I can't right now. We'll help replace the wheels. Miss Pritchard and I are oh, both no, smiths. We can no, no, no it's not. You've done. No, we, we it, 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 it was it was a broken card. If you look at the frame and like, yeah, it's got like, it's kind of set up like one of those uh, shopping carts that you'll see. Except the the like thin bands of metal is only like a single T. So anything you put in it's gonna fall unless it's gigantic. And if it's gigantic, it's gonna break those thin pins. Like it it, it was a half conceited project. And that's pretty much what she tells you. She's like, no, it it really is no trouble. We'll we'll do something for you the next time we're back. I it's not You've done more than you've needed. We really haven't. But that's alright. I'm happy you see it that way. But yes, uh no, please take this. Anything else we can do? And then like Mr. Brovind pops out and he's like, uh, these are on our worst place. So please, if you need to rush, take them with you. And he's got like four strips of bacon, two fried eggs, and just a big old <laughs> long piece of toast for each of you. It looks yes. like he just cut a baguette down like lengthwise into three <laughs> slices and then just yes. threw away the butts. So you, so you all have like a two foot long piece of toast. It's a superior kind of toast. I, I want this. I want this action. I was like, now I'm hungry. Rowena gets just a, a little teary for a second. It's just like, no, 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 I can fix this. And she's just going to take hers and like fold it in half to sandwich it and just <laughs> hand it back the plate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Okay. We're going to, we're going to be going again, but we might be back because apparently we're real, real bad at traveling in an efficient manner. So, yeah. oh. <laughs> It, it happens. We'll be back at least in minimum or maximum seven days. Yeah. We look forward to it. Um, Do you want to take this with you? If you're coming back, we can store it. Up to you. You know, I think it makes a lot more sense if um, I maybe take this back to your forge. You don't mind me borrowing the house for a few days. You can have it forever. And Rona literally just reaches into her pocket, pulls out the entire bundle of keys and just drops it into your hand. Right, are you sure? I'm never going fucking back there. There's nothing for me there. Oh, thank, thank you. That's incredibly generous of you, but... Um... Yeah, just, uh, you know, when the guild comes knocking to ask about my dues and arrears, tell them to fuck right off and that if they can find me, I'll pay them. But good luck. All right, happy to do that. So I guess, I don't know, are we parting ways? It's up to you. I'm not going to ask you to come on whatever the fuck this is. I think that... At least travel with us back that far. We can drop you off at the house if you need, or if you want to come try to get your elemental cash in. 
We'll help you with it. All right. Why don't I? Uh, why don't I go as far as the house? I just. I feel like. I don't know. I feel like I just need a little more time, and I think that something about this refining process. I don't know. I think maybe it even might help you. Maybe. There's. There's something else I may want to show you, but we should get away from here first. All right. Yeah. Let's let's head back that way then. Uh, Alana goes over to her like little like she like rips a page off of the pad and she very like super sheepishly this like tiny pad in her big ass dwarf hand uh, and she gives it to the mom and she's drawn them a little sketch of their cottage with like the mom and the dad and Dusty in the middle uh, with a little note that says Aww. like you know just so like no family should ever be separated so like here you go just in case and she just says thank you for breakfast also the ore. The ore is probably more important, but there was bacon. And she just like sheepishly walks away. <laughs> it's as you're walking away that they kind of open it up and just have that cute little moment where they like look at each other and like he wipes like a small tear away from her eye and she just puts her head on his chest and they like wave you off and it's a much more pleasant fade out now. It's, it's just so endearing and you've got like this big old cart now behind you because it's just like a like a, a, a two and a half by two and a half by like three foot tall crate of just ore like Sick. this looks like something that came straight out of a mine um it's about <laughs> half full so yeah there is plenty of ore in there and you know that being able to extend that by twice as much is gonna do wonders so you fade out you from the broven places do you want to stop back at the Kettle in. I feel like we should get that notebook. You come back on in. She's there. You can see that she's like 40, 50 pages into like the novel that she's writing for you. She's doing it single sided though, because the ink seems to bleed through a bit. Um, yes. We're going to need this bit early. This unfinished book? Yes. I just want you to know, I don't not like a lot of people, but I've never not liked someone the way that I don't like you. You are just the fucking worst. I just, just there's something about I, your I, face. It's I so believe, punchable. I believe I just, the word just is... Just give me the book and shut your mouth. We'll come back with I'm, your fucking... Just, I'm just... Don't, don't even... Just don't speak. Don't sp I'm just... I'm and she's like, hand notebook just slides it across the table there's like ink and shit she's like she's like, i don't even care honestly i don't care what's in this i'm just taking it fuck you fuck you goodbye Do you want the other no no she'll just put the quill down and cross her hands and just, just to be a dick just breaks the quill hj pipes up no half now half later keep writing no sorry it, i broke the quill she, she just waves her hand and the quill comes back to her fully formed Fine. And Would you off. like it all now? Well, yeah, if you've got it. Do you have like a magic spell or something? What What are you even doing? Yes. Well, then what? God damn it, I hate you so much. It is a limited resource and would prefer not to have it, but as a trust issue, if you so desire, it can be done. And like while she's talking, you see that the entire bottom, like half of her body from like mid-arm down is just moving like four times as fast and for about the next minute she is just fervorously cranking out pages and in like the last like six seconds you can actually see her reach in pull out like a piece of leather wrap it and like bind it and then put it there <laughs> and then just like kind of exhaust herself a little bit as she just starts squeezing 
you can insert the other pages at your will. Oh, is your spell a limited resource? Much like the children that you've been kidnapped. Oh, look at oh, Rowena. Are you so sad for her? I'm very sad. Rowena's just like leaning in the window like, oh, yeah, that's really a shame. Tragic that. Yeah, you could have mentioned that you had this kind of power like, I don't know, 20 minutes ago when we were trying to get our friend back. Oh, you, you, you seem in such a rush and you don't seem to care about consequences. The timeline is now four days because I've just alerted myself. I'll see you soon. You know, if I cared about consequences, I've done a lot of things differently in my life, but I'm already in the worst timeline, so fuck off. <laughs> oh, I wish I could see you all again, um, but I've agreed. Won't happen. I'll be here. God's damn right. Gods be damned. Why does everybody keep saying that? Just like a, a, a little princess wave with just the fingers as you leave. Doors shut, like hard cut. Suns up, clouds have parted. Everyone's on their mounts. We're like two, three hours west of town again on this road that you're getting real tired of fucking going up and down. This is Our poor horses are just like, mm -hmm. what the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're just like... Whoa. But one of the things that did come with the very hastened book is a page that was slapped on the outside was also a very hastily drawn map and a big old X where they think the uh, elementals would be. It's about halfway to the house, but you are going to have to make a small detour north of the road. So if you want to try and knock this elemental scourge out of the way before headed, then you can part. Yeah, if it's right there, why not? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take things in order because then we can split if we need to. Got it, got it, got it. But yeah, you you, you definitely make your way and, and it is kind of that area between where you first saw the star fall and it is kind of just north of where Cassilian uh, disappeared and it is kind of like the southwestern end of the troll hills as you would see on the map and as you approach it's it's through some tall grasses here and there you're keeping out of the woods because fuck that place it's quite easy to navigate the horses and at some point you do see seemingly out of nowhere a nice leveled hiking trail essentially just starts up and rolls very nicely up and through the hills and it seems fresh, like as soon as you touch, there's like that poof of powder almost. And going back and consulting the contract, you kind of skim over real quick. And it was an earth elemental that you're after. It went rogue. It attacked its orb controller, took the orb and rolled off through the woods that it was maintaining trails on. And that was the last scene of it. It's reportedly attacked people in both the woods as well as the hills when people have gone after it. And that is why the Adventurer's Bounty was placed, is to deem the woods safe again after this has happened. Follow the freshest trails? Yep. On horseback or via foot? Jules will definitely get down on foot. I um, think on foot. Uh, honestly, I, th I think we leave the horses, especially because Steve has the oar. Yeah. So I think we, I think we leave the horses with kind of the loose tie of like, they're not going to immediately go anywhere, but if things got really bad, they could break and run. Break it and run. Mm -hmm. And again, like Rhoda will kind of just like look at Farrier and be like, if things get bad, just go home. I don't, I don't know if you understand me. I hope after like 10 years, you kind of get the sense of what I'm saying. Yeah, if things get bad, just take them home. Yeah. Uh, two kicks of one of the back legs. 
reach into a pocket and find like a piece of vegetable or a sugar cube or whatever. Yeah, she's yeah, got that lip just, just goes yeah. straight up. Yeah, Aww. that's a good boy. And then yeah, I think we're gonna head on foot quickly but carefully. Yep, sure thing. You make your way through this actually made trail. It's it's an easy hike essentially for you 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 look around you there's definitely some overgrown vegetation here and there you see rough patches of rocks um and where like a rock should be it's been pounded flat like through a boulder and it's 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 interesting seeing freshly made trails in an area that clearly doesn't need a trail there's not much around here like you don't need through passes it's just a strange thing that's happening and as you kind of wind through your first couple of hills, you come up to the top of one of them. And down below, you can see chunks of an elemental. It, it looks like a larger figure has split off into like three smaller versions. And they're carrying like logs and dragging them together. And, and go ahead and each give me an intelligence. And if you have either a history or a religion even, uh, you can go ahead and add that. 10. 10, great. Three. Oh, that's an eight. Great. You all come up over the edge and you look down on it and you're like, um, you're not building something random. This looks like a fucking art piece. And and like the, 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 the things that they're dragging is the last couple of pieces they need to form this beautiful sculpture it stands like 12 feet tall it's it's all of these like shapes and and like rounded edges in on of itself and it like reaches out and is like starting to build almost another statue from what looks like the idea of a hand it's very like modern expressionistic and just you look on it and you're like, this is kind of beautiful. And like, you see the last couple of pieces going in and like they gather them up and they all just like roll across it to like shape it into these like last finely sewn pieces. And there's like a moss covered rock guy. There's a claggy looking rock guy as well as a muddy looking rock guy. And they kind of just go in turns in this right pattern to like finish off these logs and turn them into like nice sanded down pieces and then it just slides right on into place to complete a very modern art piece you'd call it slightly cubist i don't know about you but i feel like something bad's gonna come out of that for some reason i don't i don't trust random art pieces in forests i'm just gonna be honest every single time i've gotten myself involved with an artist it's ended very poorly so this is not giving me good vibes at the moment like i mean it's it's nice to look at maybe it's It's like very beautiful and i feel like i'm gonna have to destroy it which makes me feel more bad oh yeah the orb is probably inside of it or uh you know close to it at least hey should we should we go ask those things i mean ask them nicely yeah jules why don't you go talk to them yeah sure <laughs> okay. just pulls out her shield and her sword right oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got this hey um you guys know where an orb is 
Uh, you can see the torso part of like these like small humanoid like figures. They're just like where a muscle should be is kind of just a rock being held together by mm, some course, sort of force. Yeah. And the, the torso that doesn't really have a head or a neck on it kind of just flips 180 degrees in your way. And you can just see like little dots that resemble eyes on them. It's a bit strange. And then they kind of just like all look at each other too. And they just start like clomping towards you. Like in like a threatening way, <laughs> just like, like they're coming like, to say hi. Yeah, Go ahead and roll for initiative. Yeah, this is why go. you don't trust abstract expressionists. Just saying, <laughs> that's what I've been saying for many years of my life. <laughs> they and haven't attacked us yet. Anyone get above fifteen? I got a nineteen, and I got a fifteen. All right, what did you get? Along, I got a ten. We start off with Rowena. As far as body language goes, they seem hostile. Uh, you have the high ground, and they're about 45 feet away and clomping their way up towards you. And they seem to just be like Bart swinging their arms from uh, the Simpsons as like, oh, you're going to walk into my fists. Watch out. About how far away from me are they? Uh, 45 feet. 45 feet. Dag Nabbit. All right. Well, I am going to bonus action reach into my pocket, pull out a fucking chocolate chip cookie and shove it in my mouth. The special and cookies. Start, and start chewing mm-hmm, <laughs> as I mm-hmm. take my movement and my action to dash up to these things. Sure thing. That gives you 60 feet of movement. So if you yeah. want to be straight into combat with them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to run right up into them. I've got my sword and my shield up. And then um, since I just don't trust how this is going to go. I'm just going to go ahead and action surge so that as I run up to them I can go ahead and take an attack. Do it. Do you want the mossy one, the muddy one, or the claggy one? Let's take the claggy one. I really like just the word claggy. For I had to throw fun. it in there. <laughs> yeah, it's a good word, so I'm just going to go with that, and I'm just going to go ahead and swing on Get in that, there. that guy. That is a 19 to hit. That'll hit. For nine damage. Nine damage. Great. You definitely strike clean onto this one and like a big old chunk of like stone and rock comes off of it. And at the same time, the other two also have a tiny chip fling off of them when you hit it. Hmm. It's a bit weird, but they seem to be an entity. Oh, I see. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Jules. Um, yeah, Rowena runs on up very fast as well as you're like, oh man, she must have spent all of her energy and you're like, nope, big old haymaker of a sword swing drops down. You're like, she's getting faster. Uh, and did it seem like the, uh, full damage of this sword swing, uh, made it into this craggy thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that that definitely sank home into the claggy one. Great. 40 feet of movement. Just straight claws bared, key point, three attack. Let's go. <laughs> Do it. That's a a 15, a 19, and a 21. Those all hit. Okay. Um, which one do you want to be attacking, or would you like to resolve each Same. attack separately? Nope. I'm, I'm, I'm going all three on. Going on the craggy one, if it dies before before all my attacks Great. are done, then I will be relocating. Excellent. Tell, tell, tell me the damage one at a time then. Uh, first one, seven slashing maximum. Hells yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, similar thing. You you lay in true. Your claws go deep into this. This rock seems softer than you anticipated. Probably part of its claggy nature. But yeah, you take a whole big old chunk and you can like swipe out and in the same direction, like two more small chips shoot off of the other two. 
next swipe for slashing damage. That is enough to take this one and to actually make it crumble as the other two you can kind of see get smaller. It's almost like the inside just collapsed inside like their chest and they all just condensed a little bit. Look, we're kind of on a deadline. So if you just give us the orb, maybe we'll let you move. Maybe we won't like kill you. And that's going to be seven more slashing on on the uh, mossy one. Mossy one. Great. I'm rolling pretty nice right now, guys. Yeah, you're fucking... This is all fire, as far as I'm concerned. You have stolen my kill three out of four episodes where we've gotten into combat. It's, it's not lost on me. Yeah, no, I'm literally tallying damage. <laughs> Behind the curtain, y'all, I am tallying damage as I edit the podcast, and it's very funny how much damage I do and how many times <laughs> I have not gotten the kill shot. You're just coming through with the most assists. Yeah, exactly. That's a Biggest assist medal. Yeah, see if I continue assisting. <laughs> no, that's not true. Rowena gives no fucks. She just wants mm -hmm, these things mm -hmm. gone. And the claggy one is down. That brings us up to the mossy one. You just sunk your seven slashing straight to into. Yep. Yeah, it, it took it. It did not like it. Um, and it's going to go ahead and just try and like clap back at you and just try and squish you with its little fists. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Um, and oh, it's so cute. That is going to be a 14 to hit. Yep. That just hits me. <laughs> yeah. The one on my die is just super fucked up. And I was like, I can't roll a 70. Like, what is this? <laughs> that is going to be a very strong pinching feeling as two rocks come clapping on your arm. That's like being pulled back. And you're going to be taking seven points of damage oh. as that is just. Ow, actually. real toy. <laughs> yeah, that hurt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hurt a lot. Wait a second. Hang on a second. Do you have a I am within five feet of you. Um, actually, yeah. actually, that's not that's not gonna happen because as it tries to clap in on him, I'm gonna slide in there and throw my shield between them, and he's gonna not take any damage because I rolled a six. So he gets plus six to AC or minus six. Um, I can reduce the damage the target takes by a D10 plus two to a minimum of Ooh, zero. Let's go. And I rolled six, so he so takes eight, no damage. Eight damage, yeah, of a damage reduction. Yeah, you, you're, you're kind of able to just insert shield, put his arm down, and then it just kind of claps on your shield for a real loud bang. Um, and that's going to bring up Alana. Um, you've seen one of the, you've seen the claggy one fall apart. You've seen yeah. random chips fly off the other two as uh, one took damage. The moss man took one to the face. Uh, Muddy uh -huh. just shot <laughs> off some uh, stuff off uh -huh. the backside. Uh, Alana's going to look at her two companions and she's going to say, uh, you, you might want to step back for this. Uh, I, I don't usually do this, but uh, fuck it. So Alana pulls out a chasing hammer, which if you've never seen, has like a very like flat front on it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then she also pulls out a riveting hammer, which has like a pointy little front. All right. Yes. She's got one in one hand and one in the other. So she pulls them out and she starts sort of like spinning them around like really, really fast. Spins and spins and then she like smashes them together over her head. So the riveting hammer hits the chasing hammer and a fucking bolt of lightning is going to come down from the Let's sky go. and yes. Alana is going to cast Thunder Wave and so dope, uh, the dude, the doodles need to make a constitution saving throw. Great. I will also say do we also need to compatriots do don't want to make a constitution saving throw since you warned them and they understand what you're saying. If you guys want to go prone I'll let you automatically succeed. 
Oh, Get let down. us basically just hit the ground. Yeah, hit like literally hear the I'll call, hit the deck, hit the ground, and so that way this wave can go over the top of you. She is doing it overhead. Yeah, I'm gonna risk the con save. Great, I'm, I'm hitting the deck. I can't Ouch. afford to be killed like this. <laughs> you no. took no damage from the last attack. Remember, I don't care. Great. No. <laughs> I have additives to my con, and I'm going to risk it because I don't want to be prone. I, I have 160 feet of movement. I can sacrifice half of that. That's valid, <laughs> my, my monk friend. Monk cat things. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be two fails, unless for some reason your DC is four. No. Cool. <laughs> okay. So then the two uh, also doesn't save. Okay. Nope. I'm very, very, much very sorry about that. It's going to be five. Five damage <laughs> for both of them. Five damage for both of them, and remind me: is this one of the ones that does bonus damage to constructs, or is that shatter? I think that's shatter. I think that is shatter. I think that is shatter as well. Um, and they're yeah. also pushed uh, ten feet back. Dope. And it is a thunderous boom, audible out to three hundred feet. And it looks really cool. God damn right. I passed, so I take two damage, but it seems like it affects me not at all as I finish swallowing my cookie. Yep, I want, that, I yep, want some of that cookie. Oh, <laughs> give me some of that cookie. Your, you're just fucking casually oh. eating a cookie and sword fighting at the same time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's the shape of my shield that enhances it. They they get pushed ten feet back, and they're definitely like crumbling and falling apart at this phase and they kind of just do that double check and like look at each other and like look back and then the muddy one just comes bounding forward and is gonna like leap up and try to attack Rowena. Oh for fuck's sake just give us the orb this isn't and gonna end well. Is going to roll a natural one and just like <laughs> fall it. short and just kind of like plop right in front of you and then like just stand himself back up and just... A lot of points and laughs. <laughs> And that brings up Rowena. There is a muddy one in front of you, and the mossy one looks almost in pieces uh, about 10 feet behind it. I mean, I look at the muddy one, and I'm just like, you know, you could have just stayed back and made me spend more of my movement, but apparently you just want to die. I didn't think it was going to be like that. And I swing on him. Get that swing. Oh, God, that's so much. It's like a 22 or something like that. <laughs> that hits. <laughs> Fighter things. Fighter things. It was a 17 on the die plus whatever my modifier is. It's up there. Yeah, it's a lot. And that's going to be seven damage. That is enough to just sink on through through this muddy one. You realize it's mostly clay on the inside. This one splits in half and the mossy one just kind of pivots up just a little bit. And the entire center portion of it just collapses in on itself. And the limbs kind of like fall apart and just roll away into rocks. And that brings us out of combat as now there are just clay rocks and crumbled stone kind of everywhere. And then there's just this nice, big, elegant, modern cubist statue reaching out of itself and then forming a smaller little statue. And you can see it, it, it's like a three fingered hand that seems to be building the other one. And on one of where its nails should be, you see polished stone on one, polished stone on the other, and then just the eco orb slotted in for the middle finger. Yeah, I'm just gonna walk up and use like my sword, my shield, whatever to kind of like pry that thing out. Yeah, it was snugged in there quite nicely. It, it takes you a minute or two, and you're like, oh, the craftsmanship on this is impeccable. 
Um, and he, <laughs> I'll probably switch for my short sort of a hammer to try to do as little damage yeah. as possible. Alana just like reaches back and like wordly, wordlessly like hands you a crowbar. <laughs> yeah, I'll use I'll use my the the crowbar and my hammer. Like I'll start with it in my right hand and then like shake my head and switch it to my left hand. And you guys will notice that suddenly it does a more effective job, but less damage to yeah. the actual statue as I pull this thing out. Yeah, it, it pops out super cleanly. You cannot see a sign of entry for like where the crowbar actually got in. And it just pops on out of this idea of a fingertip and the nail popping out. And yeah, you, you've got in your hand probably about a seven inch ball that's got like stripes going along the axis of it of just like a darker material. And you can kind of like click in on the intersections of it. They're just like little squares and things like that. And it seems to do something, but you got it. Like the ultimate fidget spinner. Alana, do you want to maybe, I don't know, make a drawing, take some schematics on this before we have to go give it to the crazy bitch? That's not a bad idea. I'll start furiously notes and drawings and stuff. <laughs> I don't, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I really don't want to give it to her, but... Do you think it's a good idea? I mean, it's not got, a good idea. We gotta get Cass back. To be perfectly honest, I want to punch her into the face until she stops moving, but I'm gonna have more fun with that if Cass is here to help. Yeah, you need to do what you need to do to get your friend back. I can't, I can't ask you not to do that, you know. So, well, got your orb. I've got my ore. This, this where we... This it? Rowena's gonna kind of look at Jules real quick, and then she's gonna kind of shrug at him a little bit, and like almost apologetically, and then very much kind of close her back to him as she turns to Alana and just be like, "I've got something else I want to show you, but you gotta promise me that no one else is ever gonna know you saw it." Of course. What is it? Reach under her cuirass and pull out a little notebook. Right. And she's gonna flip it open and show it to you, and inside it is just covered in this really strange archaic runic script that is all marked up on the sides with somebody else's notes and handwriting and stuff. What is this? I don't know. But I think it got my husband killed. Well, I can take a look if you like. I don't think you should keep it on you if you're gonna stay near Bastellin, but if you want to take some notes, let me know if you ever figure anything out. Of course. Keep it with my life. I will let you copy a couple sure. of the pages. Oh, and <laughs> while while Alana's doing that, she's gonna say, "Oh, you you mentioned something about a dwarf, didn't you, earlier? With the fancy cape." Yeah, fancy cape and a lot of tattoos. You want to? Alana kind of like she's like sketching, and she kind of like looks up and she says, "You want to be careful with the ones with tattoos. A dwarf with tattoos." It's not a good thing. It's, it's sort of a thing with my people, and I need you to know that that's the type of fella you might not want to mix yourselves up with. I don't know him, I don't know anything about him, but I can tell you, a dwarf with tattoos, you got to watch out for that type. It just kind of goes back to sketching. A couple of things you notice at the end when you kind of like just do a double check on the inside of the front cover and on the inside of the back cover there are two symbols you recognize okay on the front cover the inside you know as earth and on the back side you know as fire okay and you know those as 
the ancient dwarven runes okay. that started the language. Like dwarven runes are all based around like five runes. Okay. And you've seen them in like dwarf sites as like when you were a child and they got pointed out to you and you're like earth fire. Yeah, I'll I'll convey that to Rowena. This is I know these. Earth fire. Dwarven? It looks like it. That's alright. Something at least, I guess. Um Right. Well, deed to the house is uh it's up in the loft under the mattress. There's a sort of hidden floorboard. If anybody asks you just show them that and tell them it's yours now. Right. You don't have to stay there, I just if it's helpful. Oh, it will be, I promise you that. And if you ever um find yourself passing this way, I mean I'd say stop on by, but it's your house. You can come over whenever you like. Yeah. Um if anybody stops there asking about me, just Tell him you don't know where I went. Of course. Right. And Alana turns to Jewel and she says, and if I can ever be of service to you in any way, you know where to find me. Yeah, just uh, make sure you got some more of that exploding corn on hand next time we come through. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll work on perfecting it. How about that? Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's, it's then you're all able to kind of mount up and follow the trail back a bit and cut through the tall grass the way you came back to the road and you have your nice chatter about snacks and what the future might hold and the road splits and the camera stays two of you off to one side back to Arya, another back towards the direction of Stellan and the camera zooms in on just this mode of light that had remained and pops on through into just this astoundingly infinite darkness that has just points of light everywhere and we see could be upside down could be right side up Cassilian Diedrove opening his eyes to an upside down from his orientation halfling about six inches away from his face both suspended perfectly still and this halfling with bright eyes hi I'm Gary Eleven Fates is an original D&D 5e campaign brought to you by the Torpid Gaming Network, a variety streaming channel and community for gamers of all kinds. Your cast includes Lady Bedivere, a.k.a. Alondra, Pylos, a.k.a. King of Pylos, a.k.a. Nestor, Sunset's Brew, a.k.a. Brew, a.k.a. Zep, and the Lord Bonk, a.k.a. Bonk, a.k.a. Mark, as the DM. This episode also featured special guest Katieosaurus, a.k.a. Katie, as Alana Pritchell. You can catch new episodes of Eleven Fates streaming live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash torpidnetwork. Those episodes are made available as a podcast and on YouTube every following Saturday. Mostly. Make sure to follow us on all our social media at Torpid Network or hop directly into our Discord server so you get updates on upcoming live streams, podcasts, collaborations, and other projects. And remember, here at the Torpid Gaming Network, we do three things. We have fun, we get immersed, and we do, do epic, epic shit. shit. Thanks for listening.
also riding this shitty donkey, and there's this majestic horse. I I got it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, just this beautiful, beautiful horse. Very he's, well no, taken he's the ugly of. horse. We've established that he is the ugly horse. Yeah, but he's the ugly horse of a group of beautiful horses. That's the problem. He's okay. the eight out of the tens. Oh shit! And compared okay. to my busted donkey, like it's, <laughs> he's like ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he actually looks like an eight next to a donkey. He looks like a six <laughs> next to horses. There we go. I next cannot to wait for the <laughs> cannot wait for the spinoff uh, all horse campaign. <laughs> Check our Patreon announcement coming soon. 